Hello, lovely. Welcome to Empower Radio. My name is Bianca Scalise. I am your host, and I've created this podcast because I personally used to struggle a lot with feeling comfortable in my skin, knowing how to get the results that I wanted, and feeling healthy and strong in my body. And I don't want for you to have to go through the same things. So I'm here to share all of what I've learned about nutrition, strength training, mindset, and how to make this lifestyle shift to something that really is accessible to you that doesn't have to be a quick fix that you might go hard at for a month and then end up falling off but I'm really here to help deliver our long-term sustainable changes and tidbits of information that can help get you there so today's topic is something incredibly important if you know my content you know how important this is to me and that is protein so Along with protein, we're going to be exploring why should you be eating protein, how much should you be eating, and how can you actually get that into your diet. So when it comes to protein, man, this is a huge passion of mine because within Empower, the coaching company, my coaching company, we work with, we've worked with hundreds of women. And one thing that has been almost, (laughs) I want to say like, 99% of the clients that we've worked with have started off with this one constant theme, and that is that they're drastically under eating protein. And when I say drastically, I mean under eating protein by, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 grams. Um, And this is something that will really hinder your progress in a lot of ways. So I know that this podcast today is probably something that you need to listen to if you've never tracked your protein intake, if you're not sure how much protein to to consume, this podcast is for you today. So most of the women that come to us um, for coaching tend to have a lot of um, food cravings, like maybe it'll be that, you know, at night they will start to have craving for more food and more food or sweet tooth and a lot of different food cravings. They'll also have trouble losing weight and maybe they feel like they've been just working at it and working at it and they're not seeing the results that they want. And lastly, they aren't seeing the toning that they want to in their body. So their body type is what we sometimes refer to as skinny fat. Um, so some of the clients that come to us, come to us with, you know, not necessarily having a weight issue, but having an abundance of adipose tissue or fat cells and not really seeing the muscle that they want to, or the muscular definition, other clients come to us, which is a little bit more like I was where their, their body fat percentage is really high and they have some weight to lose. They have some, some adipose tissue or fat to lose. So What we'll be talking about today with protein will help so much with food cravings, the tendency to overeat, um, trouble losing weight or trouble losing fat specifically, and um, also really help to not have to go through, you know, working out and working hard and not seeing the tone you want to in your body. So let's talk about why getting adequate protein matters. And I'm going to talk about this from a couple different standpoints, from the standpoint of just your health, which is incredibly important. But I know um, for a lot of people, at least this is where I was years back was like, I, I was willing to put my health on the back burner 
so that I could get the result that I wanted to see and feel in my body. And of course, I'm not at that place anymore because now what I realize is that those two must work together, right? If we want to see the results in our body, we need to be supporting our health long-term. So why do you need to get adequate protein? Like, why does it even matter? The first thing in terms of getting results and living a healthy lifestyle is going to be that protein keeps us fuller for longer. Protein is the most satiating macronutrient, meaning when we're eating protein, After we have eaten a meal full, rich with protein, we tend to stay fuller for longer and those hunger hormones that signal our body to say, hmm, I'm hungry, it's time to get a snack for the next meal. They are satiated for a longer period of time. So protein is going to give us this feeling of like, ah, I feel good. I feel full for a long duration of time until my, um, my next snack or meal. With carbohydrates, for example, carbohydrates, if you know me, you know, this is my stance on carbs. They are not bad at all. And in fact, we should have an abundance of carbs in our diet. But if we're only eating carbohydrates and fats, the issue can then become that we're not really feeling full. We're not getting that satiated full feeling that we need from protein um, to help us to feel fuller longer, to give our signals, to give our body the signals that it needs to know that it's getting all of the nutrition um, that it needs. Sometimes your body will signal you to eat more because it thinks, oh man, I'm not getting this nutrient that I need to intake. So let's have, let's have, you know, Bianca or whomever eat more. So we gain get a better chance of getting that nutrition. So protein keeps us fuller longer. It reduces hunger. It improves function. Um, of weight regulating hormones. So this is incredibly important because eating an abundance of protein, we often hear about, um, fat being good for our hormones, which is absolutely true. We need to have a minimum amount of fats in our diet to be able to regulate hormones. And maybe that's a topic for another podcast in the future. Um, but when it comes to hunger, regulating hormones, um, protein is going to be incredibly important. Protein, adequate protein intake is going to help us to improve metabolic function, This is incredibly important, beautiful people. When your metabolism is slowing down, it doesn't mean that it's broken. It simply means that we need to give it what it needs. We need to give it an adequate amount of protein, carbohydrates, and fats, and an uh, adequate amount of energy or calories to make sure that it starts upregulating or functioning properly. Protein also helps us to beat late night crap late night snack cravings. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm a little tongue tied today. That's fun. Um, and intense food cravings. So when, when we are satisfying our requirements for protein, our body is less likely to send out those hunger, um, signals or hunger hormones that make us have those intense cravings, especially we see those in the evenings. Next reason why protein matters for you is protein is the building block of muscle. And you might have heard that in the past. Protein is the only macronutrient. What is a macronutrient? It's a protein, carb, or fat, right? We have three macronutrients, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. They're all important. They're all necessary. But if we're under eating protein, we are not going to have the proper nutrition to build lean muscle. And that is why you're not seeing that muscular definition or toning. If you are working out, if you are you know, exercising and doing the things that you need to do, if you don't give your body, you could be just 
going super hard in the gym, but not giving your body adequate protein. And you are not going to see the result that you want in terms of seeing that lean muscle coming through or that tone look that a lot of women talk about. So protein is going to help us reduce muscle loss that comes with aging. It's inevitable. We're all headed in the same direction. We're all getting older year by year, and it's a beautiful process. But along with that process of aging comes muscle loss. It is inevitable um, that over time it becomes harder for our body to create muscle and it becomes harder for it to sustain muscle. So the best shot that we have of aging with grace and with a quality life in the future is to invest in ourselves now by understanding what the requirements are of um, the nutrition coming into our body. Um, So it's going to, eating adequate protein is going to help to reduce muscle loss as we age. And it's also going to help to prevent muscle loss during weight loss. So if you have 10, 15, 20, 30, or more pounds to lose, you'll go through a period of a caloric deficit. You'll go through, um, a fat loss phase. And during that fat loss phase, it's pretty much inevitable that you're going to lose some amount of muscle. And if you want the best shot at keeping your muscle and losing just your fat, losing the majority fat out of that weight, right? Because fat loss is different than weight loss. When we're talking about targeted fat loss, we're talking about, okay, how can we give ourselves the best shot of just seeing the scale going down with Um, fat pounds rather than overall weight loss pounds, right? Which is going to include muscle. It's impossible for us to lose 0% muscle, um, but we give ourselves a much, much better shot to prevent muscle loss during those calorie deficits if we are eating an adequate amount of protein. And the last thing here that I have for you when it comes to your physique, your results is Protein is going to help boost your metabolism. So protein, when you digest it, it automatically is going to burn more calories than when you're digesting other foods like carbohydrates or fats. Um, So why is that? It takes more energy for our body to break down protein and digest it than it does to break down a carbohydrate or a fat. This is called the thermic effect of food. So the thermic effect of food is the energy or the calories. Calories are just a unit of energy. The calories that it takes our body to... Um, break down that food, right? Our body is working internally all the time, even when we're sitting down, even when we're sleeping um, to digest, break down food, um, disperse nutrients and uh, be able to digest that protein. Being able to digest that protein adequately takes more energy um, than other foods. So the thermic effect of food is higher or the calories it takes to digest protein is higher. So those are some reasons when it comes to, you know, seeing our results, seeing our physique change, but what else, why else is protein important for us from a health standpoint? Well, protein is an important building block of not only muscles, but also bones and cartilage and also skin. Your hair and nails are comprised mostly of protein. Um, This is where if a woman is going through, you know, brittle nails, um, some hair loss, uh, brittle hair, this is where we'll want to look into the protein and say, are we getting enough of this macronutrient to help support all of these systems? Um, Protein is also going to be a vital 
part of repair in your body. When the body has to repair tissue, protein is right there at the forefront of that. So when we are exercising, we are breaking down our muscle tissue. Um, people think that muscle is built in the gym. It's not true. Muscle is broken down in the gym. It's broken down, you know, at home when we're using our weights and it's built up when our body has time to rest and repair. And protein is a huge part of that. Protein will also help to oxygenate. Our red blood cells contain a protein compound that carries oxygen throughout the body. And this is going to supply your entire body with the nutrients it needs. Protein is essential in that process of oxygenating. Digestion. About half of the dietary protein that we consume every day goes to making enzymes, um, which help with digesting food, making new cells and different chemicals in the body. And the last is regulation. Protein is going to play an incredibly important role in hormone regulation, especially during the transformation and development of cells. So this is huge. Protein is so important when it comes to so many facets of our body. So when we don't give it enough, then unfortunately, we're not going to feel as best we can or look as best we can. And the worst thing to do is to feel like you are just pushing it so hard in your exercise and not seeing the results that you want to because your nutrition's a little bit off. So when it comes to protein, how much should you be eating? Let's talk about it because it's different for everyone. When we work with our clients with an empower, we look at a number of different factors to determine how much protein we're going to assign. And please know that there's not a magic number that you should always be at. Um, in a previous episode of Empower Radio, we talked about nutrition phases and how we want to be alternating in different phases of nutrition, especially if you have different goals. Like say, for example, you want to lose 10 pounds of fat, but you also want to, you know, keep getting stronger and maybe add some, some muscular definition in different parts of your body in that caloric deficit phase or the fat loss phase, your protein number might be a little bit different than in your maintenance phase or your, um, calorie surplus phase. And everybody's body responds a little bit differently to protein. So that being said, there's a number of different factors to look at. And today, because I can't talk to you one-on-one -on -one here, I'm going to give you a general rule of thumb that can be a good place to look. Okay. So let's talk about this. An easy equation for you to figure out a starting point um, for how much protein you should aim for is about one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Okay. And the body weight that we're talking about is going to be our quote unquote goal body weight. I'm not a big fan of using the scale to measure progress as the end all be all. It's a helpful tool. So, um, for example, for myself, I don't necessarily, when I think about my goals for my body, I don't think about a goal body weight, but the goal body weight is to help us to understand what could be a healthy um, range for our body weight. Okay. So that's what I mean by that today. So for example, for my height, weight, age, um, activity level, et cetera, I know that I feel good weighing right around 130 to 140 pounds. Okay. 
So if I weigh, I'm going to say 140 pounds, if that's also my healthy goal body weight, I want to aim to hit around 140 grams of protein daily. And that is going to give me a sufficient amount of protein to be able to maintain my current muscle mass and also slowly start to build more muscle, more of that lean muscle. So there are definitely exceptions to this. Say, for example, you are 25 pounds or more overweight and maybe your healthy body weight. And I'm not saying that this applies to you. I'm giving an example. Say, for example, my healthy body weight was around 130 to 140 and I currently weighed 170. I'm not going to set my protein to 170, right? Because that is factoring in um, the amount of adipose tissue I have to lose and what we need to do is to look at that goal weight and use that. So if I weigh 170, but I know I want to get to 135, then I'm going to set my protein at 135. If you need help calculating yours, you can always reach out to us, drop something in the comments and we'll get back to you. And we always love to help. Um, but I need to add another caveat to this because there is nuance here. And my goal with this podcast is to be of service. It's to provide as much value as I can, but please understand that there's no magic numbers. There's no magic equations that work for absolutely everyone. Everyone is an individual. Everybody has their own, you know, reactions to different things, feelings around different things. And the way that their body interacts is unique, um, with, you know, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. With that being said, um, what I wouldn't do is say, for example, right now you're eating 50 grams of protein. What I'm not going to do is say, okay, tomorrow you need to eat 140 grams of protein because we're increasing your protein by so much in such a short amount of time. And like we talked about earlier, the thermic effect of food, the, the fact that it takes more calories to break down protein than it does carbohydrates and fats lets you in on the insight that our, our body takes a lot. It takes a lot out of our body to digest protein. And so if we're giving it a hundred more grams of protein overnight, and we're doing that consistently for months or, or weeks in the beginning, our digestive system might have a little bit of a learning curve there, right? So typically what we like to do with clients is increase protein over time. So instead of increasing by a hundred grams overnight, we might increase by 20 or 30 or 40 grams, and then make sure that everything digestion wise is looking good, is feeling good. Um, and then from there we'll add on. Okay. So I want to add in that little caveat there, just so you're not eating, you know, uh, quadruple the amount of protein overnight because that might not agree with your digestive system right away. All right. The last thing I'd like to talk with you about are different protein sources. And the, the most important thing here right off the bat is that natural foods are always going to be more favorable, um, from a digestion standpoint, but also from the standpoint of micronutrient density. So all I mean by micronutrient density is that natural foods are going to have more of an abundance of vitamins and minerals in them than things like, you know, a bunch of different processed protein stuff. And if you uh, are familiar with my stuff, you might know that I absolutely love Quest protein chips, but I'm not getting all of my protein during my day or even the majority of it from Quest protein chips, right? I'm getting it from natural sources. And what I mean by natural is 
things that are either grown out of the ground or animals. So let's talk about some natural protein sources, and then maybe I'll throw in some different fun um, protein sources as well. Um, so first example of protein sources are going to be things like eggs, right? Eggs or egg whites specifically, most of the protein is going to be in the egg white. Most of the fat is going to be in the yolk. That doesn't mean that yolks are bad. It just means that we need to, you know, understand that um, because we're not really generally trying to get as much fat grams in as protein grams. Um, we can eat things like turkey bacon, bacon, chicken, smoked salmon, Greek yogurt, um, Lean protein sources can also include bone broth. That is super, it's very calorically low and very high in protein, chicken breast, turkey breast, um, lean ground beef, lean ground turkey. Um, it's important to specify lean there because ground beef can be, you know, um, 70% uh, lean and 30% fat or 95% lean and 5% fat. Seafood like shrimp, scallops, um, also your deli meats like turkey, ham, um, tuna, different fish like tilapia, mahi-mahi, the list goes on and on really. And if you'd like, and I've only mentioned a few out of just, I don't even know, I probably have hundreds of protein sources listed here. Um, I made a printout of all of this, a PDF that you can download yourself. And my goal with creating these little free resources is that you have pieces of the puzzle that you can start to play with a little bit and also have a visual for that so that you're not relying all on memory because of course we know how that goes. So in the description, you can click on the link to download the protein ebook and that's totally free. You just plug in your email and it's going to send it right to your email. When you do that, make sure you check both your spam and your promotions folders because it will probably go right in there because it's an automated email that will go to you instantly. So go ahead. You can do that now if you'd like and then plug me back on. Um, but I'm going to give you a few more protein sources. I'm giving like literally 10 out of, I don't even know, there's probably like a hundred some uh, that I wrote down here with the macros for you and the portion sizes and all of that. But things like chicken burgers, um, you can do canned tuna, fresh tuna, um, cottage cheese. I'm not the biggest fan of cottage cheese. Some people really like it. So that's a very specific one. Um, you could do salmon, sardines. Ooh, that's a specific one too. Um, mm, bison, lamb, steak. Oh, just had a steak last night. It was incredible. Sorry to all my vegan friends, but now I'm going to talk about vegan protein options. <laughs> so an important thing to note about uh, vegan and yeah, vegan protein options are going to be that um, uh, these are all plant-based, right? And if you know anything about macros in plants, plants are usually more abundant in carbohydrates. Um, so they're, they might have a high um, concentration of protein, but they will also probably have a high carb carbohydrate concentration. And that is not a bad thing, but you just need to make sure you know what your, what's your plan and what are you trying to hit as far as protein, carbs, and fats. Okay. So vegan protein options are going to be things like tofu. It's a great one. Tempeh, edamame, seitan, lentils, different beans, black beans, navy beans, pinto beans, <laughs> different seeds like hemp seeds, um, chia seeds, flax seeds, quinoa, pumpkin seeds, um, all kinds of fun stuff. So those are some vegan protein options. 
And lastly here, I want to talk about protein supplementation because I think almost everybody should have a protein supplement. So the first protein supplement I'll talk about is protein powder, because I think that is the easy one. It's the easiest one. It's the fastest one. It's the most cost-effective one. So if you're a person that's like on the go in the morning, or if you're not hungry in the morning, or if you are a teacher and you can't really eat a lot during the day in front of people or nurse, if you're anybody that's very busy um, or, you know, needs some help hitting their protein, get a protein powder, my friends. It is such an easy way to get an extra 20, 25, 30 grams of protein in your day. And that can make a massive difference in the way that you feel, in the way that you look and in your results. So I'm going to link my favorite protein powder in the uh, description. It is the brand that I use and I have never come across a brand that has better flavors and um, better digestibility. I have tried many different protein powders and I've worked with hundreds of clients that have tried many protein powders as well. And this one is the one that does not hurt people's stomachs. And that's super, it's just really important that what you're eating, it's digesting well for you. So it all has to do with the quality of the ingredients and also the processing of the protein itself, how it was actually created. So, um, yeah, I'll put that in the description for you and, um, you can go from there. My favorite flavors are dreamsicle, delicious, the fruit loops flavor. And I love the vanilla ice cream and the mint chip and all of them that I've tasted are awesome. Oh, the coffee one. Very good too. Okay. I digress. Get a protein powder, whether it's the protein powder that I suggest for you in the link, or if you go to Walmart and grab one, get a protein powder. It needs to be something that you love the flavor of. Otherwise, you're not going to drink it. <laughs> so get something you really enjoy, um, regardless of, you know, whatever protein, if you're getting a cheap one or if you're splurging on one, I promise you it's going to be much cheaper, even if it's an expensive protein powder, than it would be if you got all those, all of the grams of protein from, you know, steaks or, or different things like that. So one protein shake a day, maybe maximum two protein shakes a day, but it can be incredible, incredible supplementation for protein. And when you increase that protein, the, um, effects and, and benefits that's that that's going to have on your body, your strength, your health, your physique are incredibly worth it. So I would say get a protein powder, other fun things. There's so many fun protein snacks now that you can swap out, you know, you can swap out your Doritos for the ranch quest chips. They are incredible. I have no affiliation with quest. I have no reason to tell you this other than I want for you to try them because you're going to love them and you're going to get 20 grams of protein from eating a bag of chips. Oh, that's amazing. That that's unheard of in the chip world. So they, they created an incredible product that I eat religiously and, um, so many good flavors. My favorite flavors are the ranch. Um, my favorite flavor is the spicy. It's like the sweet and spicy. It's a purple bag. Um, Matt hates them, but I love them. And they're kind of like a little spicy. They're very sweet and they have like a garlic. Um, they're so good, but your breath smells bad after them. So, you know, a, a proceed with caution or Listerine. Um, and yeah, Matt loves the ranch. So that's like such a good go-to flavor. Um, the nacho is really good too. And they have a very spicy one. That's very good as well. Okay. Um, lastly, is there anything else I want to tell you about? 
I, there's so many good ones. Um, maybe I'll make another podcast on just like protein junk food that is delicious. There's different yogurts that they've made. There's different um, desserts and all kinds of cool stuff. So cereals. So maybe I'll make another one in the in the future. If you want that, please just put below in the comments protein junk food podcast because I have swapped out so many of like the junk foods that I used to like cereal for example not something that I'm going to eat every day a protein cereal huh interesting um so anyway uh yeah you know my stance on junk food eat the junk food don't feel guilty about it eat it sparingly with moderation but if you can find things that give you protein and you love and feel like yummy snacks then uh you know I say go for it Oh, maybe I'll also do a podcast about my favorite protein bars because those are helpful too. Anyway, I think that's good for today. That was a lot of stuff to go through, digest. Um, and yeah, download the visual representation of all of this because there's a whole PDF in there and there's much more information about protein, about different options, um, a lot more yummy protein snacks. So grab that thing and uh, and enjoy that. Until next time, friends, thank you so much for allowing me to be, um, you know, in your life in this capacity. It, it's really cool that I get to do this and that you, you like it. If you do like it, please let me know because it's very encouraging and helps me to keep moving forward. Um, if there's anything, any questions that you have, drop them in the comments or message me and I uh, will see you in the next. <laughs>